Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Dunkin' Donut Connection, the podcast where David and I talk all things professional wrestling. Wrestling. This is episode number 37, where we're going to be going over 2020's edition of WWE Payback. And? Monday Night Raw from August 31st, 2020. from the Thunderdome. From the Thunderdome. As well as a little bit of news that we're going to start off with. Um, We haven't been able to talk about it. Well, we haven't thought to talk about it, but... PWI came out with their top 500, uh, I think a couple of weeks ago, and a shocker was sitting up top. Not really a shocker when you consider... It's not a shocker when you consider everything in professional wrestling right now, but who would have thought that he would be sitting at number one? After what happened to him on his way out of the E? Yeah. Yeah. John Moxley. Number one. The AEW champion is sitting at number one on the PWI 500. That's huge, you know what I mean? Considering that... He was getting uh, inoculations for Seth Rollins. Yeah, his last weeks in the E. Yeah, he goes from that to he played a Rona character pretty much. Yeah, because he had the the gas mask and everything. And then he <laughs> went and had probably one of the best introductions in all of AEW. Yeah, I guarantee the best debut. And then he went and unseated Liz Champion, Chris and it, Jericho, and has now held that title and. He's held that title for a while. Yep. Yep. It has suited him very well. Yeah. He's taken on all comers. Yeah. He's had some very good matches. And on top of it, he not only has been having good matches in AEW. But he's been in Japan as well. His Japan work has been phenomenal. He won the US title for a bit. Yep. Uh, dropped that quickly to, I believe it was Switchblade, Jay White. Yep. Or he picked it up from Jay White. I can't remember. All I know is that if there's a more deserving number one, someone out there, please tell me. Yeah. Because there isn't. There yeah. really isn't. Um, next bit of news is that it was announced, I believe, either yesterday or today. I think it was this morning. Brock Lesnar is officially a free agent. Yes. I don't see this leading to anything with AEW. No. I think it'll lead to possibly him returning to MMA. Yeah, to the octagon to face one John Bones Jones. Jones in that last match that he wants. He said that he's wanted this match, and he's finally out of his WWE contract, so there's a likelihood that he could find himself in the octagon for one final fight against John Bones Jones. The little last little bit of goofy news yeah. is that um, Dictionary.com has finally included the word Jabroni. I don't know why this took so long, but okay. Yeah. Um. The second time The Rock has influenced the word into the dictionary. The first was SmackDown. Yep. And the second is Jabroni. I mean, you're talking about one of the greatest promos ever. Yeah. Ever. That's just who The Rock was. Mm-hmm. Once they got once they got past that whole die Rocky die. Yeah, you know, thing where he was rocking my ear and it was very colorful and stuff. Got into the nation of domination, kind of found his feet, became the rock, became the rock, and the rest is history. Yeah, the rest is history. Man may run for president one day. Who knows? Yeah, probably. Um, so moving on to payback. Pre-show, before we even yeah, start with pre-show, this show was what incredible. A show. Considering that they did a pay-per-view seven days before. This, this show, show was out- way tighter. Yeah. Better paced. Yeah. And outperformed SummerSlam. Yeah, it did. It definitely did. And it may have outperformed TakeOver. 
Yeah, and it's tough to outperform takeovers. It is. Be it this previous takeover, takeover thirty was up and down in my opinion. Oh yeah, it was. It wasn't. It wasn't an A level take takeover. It was probably somewhere sitting around a B B minus takeover. It, yeah. If you stack all of them comparatively. Yeah, but it was still a good takeover. This payback though was just, it hit, like everywhere. Now I'll be I'll be the first to admit I didn't. I went into it thinking, oh, this is going to be another like network network special pay-per-view. Yeah. No, this show was incredible. Yeah, it was very well done. It was very well done. Right from I the, mean, they never they, they never put too much into the pre-show, and that's WWE's fault because for many, many, many years, they didn't make the pre-show feel important. Well, I mean, what happened on the pre-show was pretty important because it set up what's going to happen on Monday Night Raw, and we'll get to it. Yeah. But you had Liv Morgan and, and Ruby, Ruby Riot facing the Iconics. And throughout the match, the seeds kept being planted that Ruby Riot and Liv Morgan were having a falling out because the Iconics kept getting Ruby to hit Liv, Liv to hit Ruby. Yeah. And at one point, Liv looked like she was just going to leave Ruby and let her suffer in the ring by herself. Yeah. But then after they won, um, I believe the match finished um, with a... It was like a double move. Yeah. Where they it was, both it hit was their a taxi finishes. move or something. Yeah. 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 Um. Where the Riot Squad, formerly the Riot Squad, won. Yes. Um, they went to the pre-show panel and basically said that they kind of talked to each other and saying like, hey, I've never, uh, Ruby was saying, I've never tried to actually harm you. This was them. You you saw that this was them trying to get in between us. Yes. I, I care so much about you and all that. They have a new tag team name. Yes. Even though at the bottom third. It's not third, officially confirmed yet, but. Hopefully, will be shortly. Yeah, because at the bottom third this past Monday, they were still known as the Riot, Riot Squad, Squad. But the but other now name's so much just better. The two of them, it's the Living Riot. I love it, I which love it. fits them so I, well. Ruby riots to live, and live yeah. lives to riot. Yeah, it, it's perfect. It's just perfect. I, yeah. I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. I thought it was good. Um, I thought the match was good again. But the problem is, is with it being on the pre-show, it. It didn't get the love it deserved. Exactly. And it's because of the way WWE has always treated their pre-shows. Yeah. So, um, getting now on to... Main card. Main card, main show. What an opening match. Yeah, this was a quick match, too. Yeah. Lashley came in, pretty yeah. much dominated this match. Yeah. Which is what Lashley honestly should do. Finish the match with the full Lashley. Yep, the full Lashley ends the match. Um, um, he's the new United States champion. Yeah. And I liked a little bit of the element here where they were doing the snapshots with the cameraman. Which that was impressive. And they were and they in were, terms of like and it was appearing technical? live. Yeah. Like as the snapshots were happening. And then you could see almost I don't want to say a heel turn for Apollo, but a very like pissed off baby face attacks everybody after the match. Yeah. And, and he's like a sore out of the loser. Ring. Yeah, wicked sore loser about it. Yeah. And, Which I think is gonna help motivate something that should happen. Which is a Cedric Alexander heel turn yeah. on Apollo Crews. It should happen and should have happened already last week. Yeah. And now we're going to build into this Monday. And when we talk about it, it still hasn't happened. So. No. Next match, which I believe you won predictions uh, this week. Um, this one really threw me off. This was a last minute announced match. We gave our predictions on Twitter. Um, Biggie Sheamus, mm-hmm. which this match was announced Saturday morning at Talking Smack. Um, Big E gave a incredible promo on Talking Smack saying that he doesn't care what people say about him. No. He got to where he is now because of 
Woods, Kofi, and himself. That they helped build each other. That they would never have gotten to where they are now if they never started the New Day. Yeah. And then on top of it, he's like, listen, I may be a goofball and I may goof around, but I know when to flip the switch. Exactly. I know when to be serious. Which he did. Yeah, he definitely did. This was a good match. These two guys have excellent dynamic with each yeah. other. I mean, from all their times with, um, you know, The Bar versus um, New, Day. New Day, they know how to work well together. Yeah. And this is a huge win for Big E because now... In Big E's last three solo matches, singles matches, he has pinned John Morrison, he has pinned The Miz, and now he has pinned Sheamus. Clean, yeah. as a whistle, with his finisher, every time. No yeah. roll-up victories, no backslides, no small packet. He is hitting these guys with the... Um, Oh, I always want to say up, up, down, down, but that's the... That's big the ending. T- yeah, it's the big ending. That's right. I always want to say up, up, down, down, because that's the tandem that's finisher. That's the tandem one. That's when one of them does a, off the top almost rope. a bulldog. Yeah. So, Face buster thing. Um, this is huge for Biggie. I see a... After the events, at the main event in yeah. this, there is a clear path... For where Biggie's for going. For where Biggie should go. How quickly they get there is the only question mark. Yeah. Um, and when we finish the payback review, we can both give our opinions yeah. about where we think this should come to a head. Yeah. Okay. Um, next was Corbin versus Riddle. Cookie cutter match. Follow yeah. exactly what it was supposed to be. Um, the guy who won needed to win, which is yeah. Matt Riddle. But the thing is, is they're going to continue this feud. Yeah, Riddle thought that this was going to be the it. Over, and then but it's not. backstage, he gets attacked again by Corbin, so this is going to continue again on this Friday night. Honestly. Hopefully this Friday night, Corbin gets his win in this series. No, this, no, 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 no Riddle win. wins again? He has to. I do not want 50-50 booking in this, okay? I'm not saying that they're not on the same level, okay? Corbin is a great heel, okay? His heel work may be, the be- may be some of the best heel work in the WWE since they pulled him away from that Lacey Evans Ugh, love, love square thing that was going on with Becky Lynch and Seth, Seth Rollins. So when they pulled bad. him away from that and made him this king character, character. where he was just like this overall overseeing pompous prick that he is i i like that heel work from him but the thing is they have to get riddle out of that eventually yeah. they have to get him back into the picture where he was already which was the north american cha- the united states championship because that's where he entered intercontinental oh intercontinental yes you're right he came in and he beat aj styles yeah. clean his first night on right and then they kind of pulled him away from that after AJ beat him the following week. Yeah. And then they put him on this Corbin thing. Get him off the Corbin thing. Yeah. Get him off of it. Get him back on some kind of trajectory where he's going to get back to the Intercontinental Championship. All right? Yeah. And maybe he's the foil to to Jeff Hardy. Maybe Jeff Hardy's going to turn heel. Who knows? Yeah, Especially possibly. with this whole knee thing that he's doing lately and he's not showing any remorse for using the knee brace yeah. and stuff like that. We'll see. I'm just saying... Have him beat Corbin Friday night. Maybe make some alliance with Shorty G. Yeah, you know I mean they're both excellent tacticians and uh, both excellent not tacticians but um actual applicators of holds and you know power technical wrestlers. Correct, Stre- extreme te- technical wrestlers in the ring. They could form something. Yeah, maybe a, a tag team, maybe a small stable. Who knows? Just get them away from Corbin. Yeah, as quickly as possible. Put Corbin on Big E for a little bit, maybe. Yeah. There's just a few different things you could do. So, especially if King Corbin's this king ruling character where he likes to 
just talk people down. Well, let them talk Big E down. You never take your you know your potential seriously and blah 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 yeah. blah. And a couple of quick matches with him and that's it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, where he's not a jobber. That jaw, he doesn't get pinned all the time. But like he's an enhancement talent. He's there. Corbin is. I wouldn't call him that. He's better than enhancement. He's way better than enhancement. Yeah, talent. but he, he also is, helps push other superstars. Yeah, what what he is is he's a heel that you need to just get under people's skin. That's all he's yeah. there for right now. That's yeah. all he really is. Which is isn't that what we said that he needs to be? He just needs to be heel that pisses piss everybody piss off? off. We said that months ago. Yeah, months ago. This was probably my second favorite match of the night. Match of the night. This was the match of the night. Had the best ending, period. I, the, the ending to this match oh, yeah. was perfect. The way this match built was perfect. Everything about this match everything about this match was perfect. Like me, You and I dogged the fact that they were just throwing a tag team together to face these two tag team champions. Yeah. And it was perfect. Yeah. The ending, like she had both of them. In different submission holes the, the, at the same time. The ending to this match reversed every single bad decision that sh- was made with Shayna Baszler's character. Not yet. Immediately. Not yet. No? No, because still the bad decision is that she's in a tag team with Nia Jax. That's still a bad decision. Yes, but it also helped fix her being a pushover. I don't think she was ever a pushover. She I, wasn't used properly. She wasn't used properly, but she wasn't a pushover. And the thing was, is because they didn't know how to book her, they just took her off TV for a little bit. Because I think the whole plan was to have her take the belt off of Becky Lynch. Yeah, probably. And, and, and considering should, Becky got pregnant and yeah. couldn't defend the belt, they, they figured, you know what, just give it to Asuka. Yeah. Because Asuka was probably going to be the one that took it off Shayna eventually. Exactly. So now I think it's going to work the other way, where Shayna's going to eventually take it off Asuka. Yeah. But this did a lot to repair what's been going on with this weird booking with Shayna. But at the end of the day, we know she's a dominant force in the ring. Yeah. And not only did she prove that by putting, I don't know what that leg submission was that she put on. Um, she put the well, Kira clutch. On Bailey. But on what, was Bailey. It, what was that move that she put on? It was uh, some like knee bar yeah. or something. And then as, as Banks is going to reach over, she then takes the arm, slips it under, and is able to wrench the Karakuta clutch back even yeah. further on Bailey. So Bailey's the one who has to oh, tap. Oh, it was the Muda lock. Okay. So Bailey's the one who has to tap. Yeah. And then Bailey's giving Sasha the dirty looks after the match. Like, because it look was... what you did. It's your fault we lost. Yeah. What are you talking about? You're the but one who tapped. But then there was a Twitter beef back and forth where, uh, what's her face? Sasha tweeted, I didn't tap. Yeah. And Bailey replied, dude, sad face. Yeah. yeah. Kind of like continuing to build this beef. There's got to be something to blow oh, up gonna, on SmackDown. This is going to be a blow-off big time coming up. This this week on SmackDown, there's going to be a big blow-off. Yeah. Big blow-off. Um, The next match was my match of the night. Really? It was short. I thought it was something else, but okay. Boy, did it build Keith Lee's character as a dominant force yeah. in the WWE main roster. Yeah. The, 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 the exchange that told me that they were building Keith Lee as a dominant force was he hits that crossbody, right? Yeah. And Randy Orton just rolls out of the ring. Then he comes back in the ring and goes, do you know who I am? You know, I'm a legend in this place. And he hits him with those, like, monstrous chops. Remember yeah. that exchange with McIntyre a few yeah. months ago that you and I watched on repeat for, like, 25 minutes? Yeah. Just because it of was the, the chop fest. It was unbelievable, right? And he hit, he hit McIntyre with that chop, and it just didn't sound like anything. He hit Lee 
with three stiff chops. Yeah. And then Lee came over the top with that avalanche chop that he hits with both hands. And, and put Orton down Orton. Like, like a pan, like flattened him like a pancake. It was unbelievable, man. Unbelievable. This match asserted Lee's dominance in this division. Yeah. Completely asserted it. He showed that just like we haven't, we, we failed to, oh no, I did mention with Big E, he's pinned multiple champions back to back to back. Keith Lee just got a clean pin over a former over a 13-time 13 13 world champion. World champion. Okay? That is incredible on his first solo pay-per-view. Yeah. Huge, man. His Huge. first solo pay-per-view and his first main roster match to come to a finish. Yes. Yes. And there were some really good spots with the two of these guys. There was the two table spots where Randy Orton put um, Lee over the edge, like picked him up and back body dropped yeah. him on the edge of the table. And Lee then did it right back to Lee him. Lee did it right back. Lee taking the draping DDT, that's yeah. incredible. That's a big boy to be giving a draping DDT yeah. to because I don't know if he's ever hit anybody with a draping DDT that's been that big. Like, he might have hit Big Show with it, but I don't know. I don't know if he hit Big Show with it. I, I, I have to go back and I have to look, but I really don't remember him ever hitting somebody that size with the draping DDT. Yeah. And then the other big thing was... um. In that match, you had, uh, oh, God. It was a draping DD. Oh, the way, the reversal. Yeah. The reversal of the RKO into the spirit bomb. Yeah. So, so smooth. The transitions were so smooth. For two guys who worked in the ring, what? Once together? Once, yeah. So it seems like almost that Keith Lee, his uh, finish has been changed to the spirit bomb. It's no longer the big man catastrophe. Yes, Yes, it's definitely been a change to the spirit bomb. It looks Which that way. Which I've noticed that a lot of power bombs are used as finishers. finishers. Well, they should be. Yeah. I mean, just go back through history and just look at some people who've used just the power bomb. Batista bomb. Yeah, Batista. The pop-up power bomb. Yep. You had... And um, that's just normal, like... Uh, well, Diesel had, Diesel had the power Reason, bomb. Yeah. You had the last ride the last with the Undertaker. Ride, yeah. Um, you had the Veda bomb. Yep. Um... I mean, even Razor Ramon's Razor's Edge is kind of like a power bomb, but it's kind of like a backslide power bomb. Where yeah. you drop some, I know, um, what's his name's using that? Damian Priest kind of uses that as yeah. one of his moves. So, I mean, the power bomb is is a finishing move. It's what it should be. Yeah. It's not. It, it, it shouldn't be like a setup move. I know some people use it as setup moves, but it, it shouldn't be. So, yeah. Next match was the Mysterios versus uh, Rollins and Murphy. I thought this was your match in the night. To be honest, this match was great. This was a great match. It, it was really, really good. And this is where you can use Rey Mysterio and make everything just work. Mm-hmm. Not have him outside the ring groveling. Yeah, where he's up. actually a professional wrestler. Yes. The greatest luchador to ever do it. Yep. I just love the way this match started. This match started right away with Ray and Dominic just attacking yeah. Murphy and Seth Rollins. And then Dominic starts the match. Like, he actually gets on the offensive. And goes Ray, in the match. No, it was Ray started the match, but then Dominic tagged himself right in to go right out and attack Murphy. Yeah, but that's what I mean. It's like the main start of this match is when Dominic yeah. decided to hot tag, get in, and just start wrecking shop. Yeah. And, I mean, everybody had their moments in this match. You know what I mean? There were some great spots with um, the spot where... Seth Rollins slid Rey Mysterio Jr. out of the ring and Murphy hit him with the knees. Yeah, that oh, was crazy. What a great spot. Or when Dominic went for the frog splash and um Rollins got his knees up. Yeah. To 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 
block it. Yeah. Um. Same thing that happened at uh Survivor Series. Yeah. Same thing that happened at Survivor Series. Not Survivor Series. SummerSlam. Yeah. Wow. We're thinking ahead. We're a few months ahead. Um. Again, just great spot after great spot after great spot in this match. It was just so. It was so well, you know, done. Yeah. It was, and the finish. Dominic got a clean pin. Over Buddy Murphy. Over Mur- It's not Buddy Murphy. I know. It's just Murphy. Murphy. It's just Murphy. It's Buddy nobody, Murphy. nobody anymore. Clean pin. Yeah. After a miscommunication. It was a great... It was... I think it was Ray that was being set up for the buckle bomb. It was Ray getting set yes. up for the buckle bomb. Bu- buckle bomb and Seguri combination. Yeah. Where Buddy Murphy's on the outside. And yeah. Then he re- and it gets reversed. And Rollins eats the boot right to the face. Yeah. Which that caused some... Fallout post match, post match, yeah, which caused fallout this week on Monday Night Raw when yeah. we get to it. So good main match event. though. Yeah. This was, and you want to talk again? Has there been a better main event recently that I can think of on any pay per view? I mean, Fiend Strowman. The first one was fine. I mean, Fiend Strowman, meaning like the one at SummerSlam. Yeah, not the horror show. No, that match was atrocious. Okay. Um, I mean, technically, Money in the Bank main event was the main event. Um, that was just okay. Which that was fine. That was a cinematic match. This this was great. A really good match. Yeah. First of all, the Fiend comes out to his entrance. Yeah. And then he's in the middle of his entrance. Strowman, and Strowman just attacks him. Yeah. Just attacks him and just starts brutalizing him. Yeah. And it's this new Strowman. I get like we were saying the other night, just super powerful strikes. Just. Hitting everything, just boom, boom, boom. Can't keep the fiend down. Yeah, no, just can't keep him down. Fiend popped up at least three or four times. Just pops just... up, just gets on the offensive. Does his uh his Iranagi? I love that. Oh, Irinagi. his Iranagi is Irinagi great. Is so good. I think Samoa Joe's is a little a little better, but this is yeah. a good Iranagi. They battle their way up the ramp into the LED boards off the stage, but this isn't a false count anywhere. This yeah. is a. No, no holds barred, so they had to find their way back to the ring. Yeah, get back to the ring. So then... Um, so, before we continue, the whole story of this night was, has Roman signed the contract? Yes, exactly. Will Roman sign the contract? Is Roman here? Is he gonna be in this match? Well, we find out a little bit later on in the match, uh, continue going back and forth. Yeah. And then there's a superplex spot. Oh, what a spot. Which I didn't catch this um, immediately, but... My girlfriend's friend Steve told us that he knew that this spot was coming when he noticed that there was no LED boards on the ring, which is a really good point. I didn't pick that up, but that's such a good point because whenever they've done that spot, there's no LED boards. Every other time, there's LED boards. Yeah. So they do this uh, huge superplex spot. Ring collapses. Charles Lil, Robinson sells Lil it Lil like Lil is dead. Yeah. He is dead. He's crushed by the ring. Yeah, he... he flies out of the ring. Um this was again a great spot with these two. And then Roman's music hits. Which he still has the same music. Which it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. I love it. Yeah. I'm happy to hear it again. He comes out, signs uh signs the contract, top of the ramp, comes down with the chair. The only thing is when he gets down to the ring, throws the chair to the side and rushes into the ring. Yeah, he's like, oh I don't need it. Your shirt says wreck everyone and leave. Get into the ring, beat the hell out of each other guy for three minutes with the chair, then pin them both. Yep. That's all you got to do. That's wreck everybody and leave. But no, he goes in, um, pin, tries tries to pin the Fiend. Tries to pin the Fiend. Nothing. Fiend kicks out. 
Um, pin, tries to pin Strowman. Strowman kicks out. So then he starts beating Strowman. Yeah. No, wait a minute. Yeah. Tries starts beating Strowman, right? Yeah. Fiend pops up. Yeah. Mandible claw. He then kicks the fiend in the junk. Yeah. Comes back into the ring. Spear match over. Yeah. Spears. Strowman. Strowman. Yes. Pin Strowman. Pin Strowman. Fiend yes. did not eat a pin. Nope. Which is the important part here. Yes. The 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 other thing that we have to know is that during this match, they cut to the back. Alexa Bliss. Is watching the match. Twirling her little hair. Twirling her dread, yeah. So. Now, there has been reports, which I'll, I'll mention this before we move on to Raw, that there have been reports that Raw, or not Raw, Roman is now uh, scheduled to be the top heel on SmackDown with his flip side, the top face on SmackDown is reportedly supposed to be the Bray, Wyatt, Bray Wyatt the Fiend. Yes. How are they going to do that? I mean, people have been cheering the Fiend the whole time. Yes, but he is, as we've used this term before, the heel that everybody loves. Yes. What if the Fiend almost becomes... Bray Wyatt's demon. So like Finn Balor was a huge face. No. Who only brought the demon out when he needed it. Can't do that. Because they they haven't sold it that way the whole time. Or you you can't change the origin. Yeah. Is Alexa not going to be a heel? Is Alexa going to be the face that controls the fiend? Can she play that face character? I don't think so. That controls the fiend. So what's the point of transitioning her into a heel with the sister Abigail character? Because you're not gonna you're not the gonna, fiend's gonna be face. Well, the thing is, you're not gonna change Nikki Nikki Cross into a heel. You already have her as a sympathetic person in this whole situation. Yeah. So you have to make Alexa the heel. You have to, because Nikki Cross isn't gonna go the other way. So now the question is: is they want to put the fiend as the face to go against Roman, Roman. Reigns? No, it's Big E. Yeah, that's the that's that's the that's the that's the the light at the end of the tunnel here. Yeah. Okay. Biggie has got some very big victories over some very big people. Like I said, maybe set him up with a one month feud with Corbin. Corbin. Yeah. Get to the next pay per view with Class of Champions, well, which is the rematch between Roman and Fiend. Yes. But set up a match, not at Class of Champions, but build with Big E and Corbin. Yes. Okay. Get that going. Then you know you're going to have the Survivor Series match. Obviously, someone's going to want a captain. Team So Blue. Big E could captain Team Blue. Big E Because if they do what they've been doing, which is champion versus champion. You're going to have Roman? It's going to be Roman against Randy. That's what we think. Yeah. It could be Roman versus Drew. Who knows? It could be Roman versus Lee. Yeah. It could be a couple of different things because they've changed championships the night before multiple times. Yeah, they did it so, with Brock and Jinder. Th- Br- not Brock and Jinder. Oh, yeah, Brock Lesnar won year, and then they did it with... Uh, no. No, Brock Lesnar took the belt off of Jinder Mahal. No, he didn't. AJ Styles took it off AJ of Jinder AJ Styles Mahal. took it over Jinder yeah. and to then, face Brock. And then Daniel Bryan took it off of AJ Styles. It, okay. AJ Styles has been involved both times. Yeah. So it's one of those things where do you, do you do it maybe the night before, the week before, however they may do it. It's just that at the light at the end of the tunnel is Big E. Big E is the guy who's going to take the belt off of Roman Reigns. He has to be. It has to be him. There's nobody else on SmackDown that could. Not the that that, that makes sense. Yeah, you well, could, it makes sense right now. You could build anybody to you take could. that belt off. You could off. build anybody. You could take. You could build 
Matt Riddle to take that belt off of Roman. You could. I just, but right now, the one who has the most momentum going towards that championship is Big E. Yes. With his victories over former world champions. Yes. Yes. The ECW world champion being John Morrison. Well, and then the two WWE and world heavyweight champion, uh, Miz and Sheamus. Yes. And on top of it, I mean, John Morrison is the biggest free agent they've brought in in a while to, yeah. to Raw or SmackDown. Karrion yeah. Cross was that in NXT. Yeah. But, but Lee was also that in NXT. Again, Karrion Cross came from um, Impact? Impact, yeah. Okay. Lee, didn't... Lee came from the Independence. Exactly. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. So the free agent coming from TNA, well, Impact, yeah. stuff like that. Morrison came Because from... Morrison came from TNA as well. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Monday Night Raw. Raw was good. It was up and down. Had its lows, had its highs. It did. Its lows, obviously, we'll get to those two talking heads I just can't tolerate right yeah, now. Which but, I, I hope they're done soon. But, I mean, you have you have a great opening promo with Randy Orton. I yeah, think it went a little too a, long. Yeah. All, all Randy's promos go too long. No, they don't. No, they don't. This one went too long. He knows how to hit the right buttons at the right times. Like, the, the promo he, he cut after he kicked... Um, after he hit McIntyre in the head the week before, perfect yeah. length. Um, all the stuff with Edge, perfect length. The stuff with McIntyre calling him a bad role model in the back, perfect length. You know what? Those are good promos. This one just went a little too long. Yeah. Just simple as that. Well, anyway, what he was basically saying was that he um, shouldn't have to jump through all the hoops he is. He should automatically get that rematch at Class of Champions. Because he was in the championship match and lost. He should automatically get that. But he will go through those um, hoops because he's being made to. And he will win them. And he will win the title. Keith Lee comes out, basically says that, um, now that I've beaten you, I have a say that I could become the number one contender because you attacked my friend Drew McIntyre. And then speaking of attacking from behind, uh, Dolph Ziggler attacks. Yeah, out of nowhere. That was just weird. Um. Which this match didn't last long. Um, Ziggler sold everything that Lee did, but that's because that's how Ziggler that, is. That's who Ziggler is. Ziggler is always going to sell. He does a great job of it. A lot of people have always said Ziggler is like Shawn Michaels light. Yeah. Shawn Michaels is not sold for people in the past. Yeah. And has cost people their careers with the way he's behaved in the ring. Yeah. And again, that was a very young Shawn Michaels. Yes. It's not the Shawn Michaels that is now in NXT helping people out. It's not... Actually, it was a Shawn Michaels a couple of weeks ago who no-sold it a punt to the head. Yeah. He no-sells it, but McIntyre's got a hairline fracture in his skull. And his jaw. And his jaw. Yeah. So, um, still the same old Michael sometimes. Ziggler just knows how to go into the ring, knows yeah. how to sell. I mean, he even hit his he even hit his zigzag, but it couldn't keep Lee down because nope. Lee is a monster. Yep. So, um, Lee hits a spirit bomb for the win. Yeah. So, Lee is the first competitor in the triple threat main event to determine... Drew McIntyre's challenger at the next pay-per-view in four weeks, Class of Champions. Mm-hmm. Next segment, again, talking heads. Um, Asuka wants a new challenger. Asuka comes out, basically cuts a promo, says no one's ready for Asuka. Asuka wants a new challenger, though. So out comes Mickey James. Which I love. Mickey James because, should be the next one to challenge for this belt. Because Asuka basically says she's beating everybody. Yeah. She hasn't beaten Mickey James. Yeah, she has. Well, uh, well, they had a match in NXT. Yes, but that's... NXT, since there's been the Raw stuff, she hasn't beaten Mickey James. Like, in a one-on-one match. There hasn't been a one-on-one Mickey James match. For the title, no. But she hasn't. I I don't know. I can't... I don't remember the... Most certainly not. I'm, will, I'm willing to bank on it that these two have not met in a Raw or a SmackDown ring since Asuka has been 
on Raw or SmackDown. And yeah. I think it's the right move. I think it's a good transitional uh, challenger. Challenger. I think you could have done Nao, um Natalia. Natalia. I almost said Naomi. Could have done Natalia had you not thrown her in with that other squ- squawking parrot. Flamingo. God. Lana. Don't get me wrong. Lana was great when she was with Rusev. Yes. But, but no Lana has not been good ever since Rusev left. Yep. She um, was with Lashley, and then that fell apart because of uh, Mr. MVP, which MVP's far better talker. Yeah. And then I think it's just the way that they're trying to just run out our contract because obviously Rusev isn't coming back. He's doing this whole Twitch thing. Yeah. He's completely changed his look, too. He looks awesome. Yeah, he looks great. Um, essentially, um, that starts a match between Mickey and Lana um, because Mickey says she wants her to get her hands on Natalia. Lana basically says, if you want to get your hands on Natalia, you got to go through me. She does very quickly. Wins v the uh, I think it's the Mick kick, mm-hmm. but I've heard some people call it the Kicky James, which is so much better. It is um, via pinfall. Quick match. Yeah. Oscar was on commentary, doing her speaking her Japanese Oscar, stuff. Yep, Oscar yep. stuff. Yep. Um, next segment match was um, number one contendership. Randy Orton uh, number one contendership qualifier. Uh, Orton versus Owens. This match the, was. The best part was when it didn't even get started. The first thing that happened is in the back, um, I think it was Kayla Braxton was standing in front of uh, Black Store saying that, um, what's going on with Aleister Black, blah, blah, blah. Um, why is he attacking people? And Orton walks out. Kayla doesn't see it until the door clicks behind her. And then Orton's already off screen. So she didn't know that Orton was in there. But until they find out when Owens is coming down and Aleister Black attacks him after Orton's already in the ring, yep, um, hits him with a huge black mass. Yep, um, I didn't like the camera angle for it. No, it was weird. The the, the behind angle, I yeah. didn't like it. Um, Owens finds his way in the ring. Well, tell, he he tells the referee, he's like, "No, I'm fighting." He tells in this the referee, match. "I need to be in this match. I'm having this match." Blah blah blah. Um, Owens essentially eats an RKO right away. Yeah, and pin one two three. Randy Orton is in your main event. The next segment was, it was a uh, VIP lounge segment um, where MVP and Shelton Benjamin are in the ring and they invite um, their newly crowned United States champion member of Heart Business, Bob Lashley, out to the ring. Um, They're all out there celebrating and all that stuff, living it up, until Cedric comes down the ring, uh, down the ramp, and um, it's kind of talking crap to them. MVP saying, you're still... The invite's still open if you want to come down. He's like, hell no, I'm not joining you guys. But I have somebody with him. But he has some people with him, and I'll come the Raiders to come attack. Um, Cedric Alexander gets gets a clean pan over MVP. Yeah. With the most dangerous uh, move in professional wrestling, the roll-up. Yes, yes, yes. But still pin MVP. But this is the right time to use a roll-up. This yes. is the right time to use a roll-up. There are right times and there are wrong times to use a roll-up. This was the right time. But yeah. unfortunately, because they use it so often, it gets watered down. Yeah. Um, then goes to backstage. Um, MVP and the Hurt Business are attacking Cedric. And in runs uh, Apollo and Ricochet. And they basically saying that they got to get Apollo ready for his match against Shelton in Raw Underground mm-hmm. later on in the night. Yeah. Um, next segment... Which, my opinion, is segment of the night. Oh, no. 
No? No, no. My thing is, is this segment could have been stretched out for maybe a couple of weeks instead of just rushing it the way that they did. Yeah. I, I like... Well, I wouldn't say segment of the night. It was like the most impactful I, segment that happened. I like the way... I like the fact that they're breaking these two up because obviously they see something in one of them. Yeah. I didn't like the way the match ended because, again, you just had a match with a roll-up and then this one was just trading roll-ups until someone finally got the finisher. Yeah. And it was a roll-up. I mean, the night before you had a clean win between these same two teams. Yeah. Why not just do another clean win yeah. between these same two teams and then you could have Billy Kay eat the clean win and that's how you create the dissension between Billy Kay and Peyton Royce. Yeah. And then later later on, when we get to Raw Underground, you get Peyton Royce throwing yeah. Billy Kay in against Marina Shafir and Justin Duke, and yeah. she gets wrecked. Yeah. And that's how you just break up the team. But again, you could have done this over a couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, could have taken You didn't a need few to weeks. have Peyton Royce and Billy Kay at Raw Underground this week. You could have yeah, had them no. at Raw Underground next week. Yeah. And that's where the that's where the breakup of the band happens. And then the following week, you have a match with Peyton Royce versus Billy Kay, and you basically get Billy Kay out of commission for a couple of weeks. Yeah. By Peyton Royce just knocking her out and doing her thing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So there's a, I like the end result. I just don't like the journey to get to the destination. Yeah. I felt like we could have taken... It was really rushed. Exactly. That's my that's my whole qualm with this. Everything else is fine. My qualm is sometimes the journey is more important than the destination. We did get to the right destination. We just took a real crap journey to get there. Yeah. So. Um, next match. Final. Was the final contender. qualifier. Um, it was originally meant to be Rey Mysterio against Seth Rollins. But there was an but, injury. Uh at payback. Injured Rey Mysterio has passed off the reins to his son, Dominic Mysterio, which this was a great match. Another great match. Dominic has put together some really good matches. Dominic has proved that, one, he has great chemistry with Rollins. It seems like they keep putting him with Rollins because, one, for a wrestler who's been called unsafe by so many people in the working world of wrestling. He's been really helping he's been Dominic really put on helping some great matches. He's been really helping a very young person put on career-defining and caliber matches. Yeah. For an unsafe wrestler, though. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, this was, again, great match. Great spots. These two know how to work very yeah, well together. Yeah, and um, um, started off with Rollins sending Murphy to the back after berating him. Yep. Again, dissension among the ranks. Yeah. I mean, we've lost... Was it Austin Theory was the other guy? Yeah, Theory's back... With NXT. With NXT right now. Doing the whole Bronson Reed thing, because he's doing something with Bronson Reed. Yes. Um, But... There is something going on between Murphy and Rollins. We'll see yeah. what happens. Uh, Murphy was sent to the back. Rollins takes this match by himself. Um, obviously, we kind of get a mirrored finish to SummerSlam with the yeah. knees up, hitting um, um, hit Dominic, Dominic with the splash with the splash, and you know Rollins hits the stomp. One, two, three. Yeah, match over. The post match stuff was great though, because Ray's in the back watching, and you got Rollins saying, "Hey, Ray." Hey, Ray, guess what? And hits another curved stomp that was even more devastating than the first one. Yeah. And then Ray just runs off camera. Where did Ray run to? I don't know. Yeah. But he didn't run to the back. He didn't run to the ring. He no. didn't run to go find Rollins. He just ran off somewhere. So. Yeah. The next match uh, was a tornado tag match between the Street Profits and Andrade and Angel Garza. Um, I don't understand this because Garza and Andrade have not beaten these guys. No, they haven't. So they should not be constantly 
fighting the tag team champions. Yeah. But the problem is, name me another tag team on Raw. I, I can't. I mean, you have the Viking Raiders, but you're not doing anything with them. Yeah. You have Alexander and uh, Ricochet. Not yeah. doing anything with them. You have the Hurt Business, but they're at Raw Underground. You don't have any tag teams. Yeah. You got Retribution, who came out and attacked at the end of this match. Yes, they did. And we know there's females in Retribution. Yes. Because Elena Vega took a beating. Oh, you knew there were. Oh, because no, Because no, they've, no. they've yeah. attacked females in uh, NXT, too. I know. Or but, not NXT, in SmackDown. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, now, they hit, now they're attacking valets. Yes. It's a little different than attacking female wrestlers. It's probably him. It's probably him and a couple other people. Uh, okay. I, I can see that. I can see that. And then, uh, so after that, well, the funny part was Garza ran off with Debbie Barnet. Yes. Uh, into the back. And then they're backstage talking. And the Retribution comes through a door. And, and he takes off. And Garza says, I'm never going to leave you. And then they come out and then he just freaking bolts. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> He's gone. Yeah. After she was calling him out for leaving his best friends in the ring. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Raw Underground segments. Uh, Marina Shafir, Justin and Duke absolutely lay out like four different women, including Belly Kay. Yep. And then we have um, Hurt Business show up, and um, Benjamin has his match with Cruz, where Benjamin ends up winning. And then the rest of Hurt Business attack uh, Ricochet and Cedric, roll them into the, I put in quotes, ring, and just lay them out, and they stand tall. Yeah, uh, at the well, end of you also ground. forgot Titus worldwide. Oh yeah, worldwide was going for- strong, and then he had to get. He was going good against like three, or four guys, and then he had a match with Riddick Moss, and Riddick Moss, who them. he lost. Yes, in a really good. I can't. I don't even want to call them matches. I call Fights, them brawls, brawls, whatever you want yeah. to call them. They just they work well. Yeah, and getting people on screen is what's key. Yeah, you know what I mean, so. I, so, I enjoy this Raw Underground stuff a lot. Yeah. They got rid of the dancers and stuff, which makes me a little happy. That was yeah. nonsense the first week. Yeah. But this well, they st- were just trying things out the first yeah. week. And I understand that. But the, getting, one, the Hurt Business involved with this, because it's nice because the Hurt Business is actually getting on the Raw ring stage. Yeah. And then they're going into Raw Underground yeah. and showing that hey, us Raw guys yeah. can really mess you guys up regardless. I don't care who's over here. Yeah. Um, We did skip over it. We got a new 24-7 champion. Yay. Oh, yeah. Truth rolls up Truth Tozawa, rolls up in, Tozawa the, Tozawa in the parking garage. Tozawa's not on the list to get in and whatever. It was so dumb. I'm just getting... I'm getting, I'm getting It's getting boring. It is getting very boring, so we don't even really mention it anymore. Um, And then we got the final segment of the night. Main event. Number one contendership match. Triple threat between uh Keith Lee, Randall Keith Orton, and Seth, Seth Rollins. Freaking Rollins. <laughs> This match was awesome. Yes, it was. Again, three great wrestlers. What do you expect? You give them, you give them seventeen to twenty-two minutes. Yeah, you're gonna, you're gonna get. And the thing is, it, the match started with Rollins thinking, like looking at Randy Orton and being like, "Hey, you know, why don't we, you know, team up this, on him? This guy's kind of big." <laughs> and team then up on doesn't him. Randy just roll out of the ring? Randy's like, "I'm all set. I've yeah. already dealt with this once before. Yeah. Have fun." Yeah. And it, again, it's the spots that a big man like him can do. Yeah. Was- so he does. He does a splash in one corner to Rollins. Yeah. Then Randy comes in the ring. Then he does a splash in the other corner to him. Then Rollins gets a little bit of offense and then tries to throw him into the other corner. And then because he's too big, he just takes Rollins and throws him in the corner. Yeah. Then when he comes to do a double splash on those two guys, they kind of do that thing where they pick him up and he has to pop over the rope and land yeah. on the apron. And then he pops up and 
cross bodies, both of the guys. Yeah. Like, what a great, smooth transition. You get another table spot yeah. where people get bumped. You get the shoulder tackle that Braun Strowman was doing to everybody. Yeah. Like Keith and Lee does sends Orton. Flying. I mean, great sell by Orton, but yeah. sends him flying. One one great little little niche thing. It was like half a second. If you, if you didn't look for it, you missed it. When Orton and uh, Seth were starting, like, struggling to put him into the ring... After they got him into the ring, Orton kind of backed up and kind of like held his back and like, ugh, kind of like, uh, like grunted a little bit. I'm getting too old for this shit. Yeah, and he kind of like showed that like, holy crap, this guy's actually huge. Yeah, and it was just like a split second thing. If you didn't watch out for it, you missed it. Yeah, but it was funny as hell because Orton is one of the best. There's a reason why he was never fired by exactly. WWE. Exactly. There's a reason. He's so okay, he, good. He's Bob Orton's son. We yes. get that. Okay. But he was punished in his past for things that he did. Yeah. Whether it was, you know, some of the backstage stuff he did to female wrestlers. You know, he was suspended for wellness policies in the past. Yeah. Should he have maybe been fired for one? Maybe. But the thing is, is they have a timeline that they put on these wellness policies and he just happened to be out for It is what it is. But you can see... Orton has taken all the lessons that he got from yeah. Triple H, yeah. from Shawn Michaels, from, from Ric Flair. Ric Flair. And he's built this cat from Edge, yeah, from Mick Foley. I still think the biggest influence on Randy Orton's career is the no holds bar match between him and, yeah, and Rick, him and, and Cactus Jack. Yes. By far with the with the thumbtacks and everything. And the fire. The, no, that was Edge who had the no, fire. That was Edge where, versus... he, where he speared him through the yeah. table. It's just like Mick Foley's always given that like you can see the wrestlers he's given it to and they've taken it and they've ran with it. Like yeah. Edge did it, like Randy Orton did it. It was like those last little bits of drops of like that lost era of wrestling yeah. that kind of people didn't want to pay attention to because he was just a, an outcast. A guy who would lose his ear and stuff like that and get thrown off the top of cells and not remember half the match because he was so concussed. Yeah. You know what I mean? He passed that stuff on to the New Age Outlaws back in the day and to X Pac and to all these other people. So I just find it interesting that someone like Randy Orton has been able to take this this whole time yeah. and do what he's been doing. Yeah. But anyway, the finish of this match saw um, a spirit bomb onto oh, Seth Rollins, man, a, a massive spirit bomb, followed by Randy Orton coming in, RKOing Keith Lee. But then Lee real or Orton realizing if he goes to pin Lee... Lee's going to kick out. So he scrambles over and pins Rollins. Yes. Now, this is a good, like, 10 seconds after the spirit bomb was hit. Yeah. And he still doesn't kick out. So they're building the spirit bomb strong. Well, yeah. I mean, the RKO's got, like, a 90% success rate. So far, the spirit bomb's got a 100%. 100%. Yeah. Period. He hits in, you with it. In it's the main over. roster. Yeah. People have kicked out of the spirit bomb in, in the Well, yeah. Dijak's kicked out of it in NXT Karen and stuff. Cross like has. Cross has. Um... Not Adam Cole. The only so only bigger guys have kicked yeah. out of it, and th- the fact that Seth Rollins is a smaller guy, obviously the spirit bomb was going to affect them the way it did. Yeah, you know who will kick out of it when they have a match? Drew McIntyre. Those two are never. Those two are never competing. Really? Never. Competing. You don't think they're ever going to have a match? Eventually, but not at this when current... one of them's a heel. Yes. But yes. That's but what it takes. right now, no, it can't happen now. No. It's not going to work now. But that basically finishes up the recap for Raw this week. Um, we and payback. Be, yeah, and payback. We will be back on Friday because we're going to be starting a new 
recording schedule. Yep. Uh, we're going to be recording Tuesdays, our weekend and Monday Night Raw review. And Fridays, we will be recording our Wednesday Night Wars recap, as well as watching SmackDown together. Live. Recording SmackDown recap. And then uploading that Saturday. Yes. So we will be back again Friday with our Wednesday Night Wars recap, which technically it's Tuesday and Wednesday Night Wars because yeah, currently uh, just four starting minutes late now. to NXT. NXT. But anyway, we gotta get to it. Yeah. Um. So we will basically leave it at that. Um. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, or otherwise, you can hit us up on our personals or at Double Doink Network on Twitter and Instagram. Like, share, subscribe. Everything that you listen to from us, we yep. greatly appreciate it. We're over it. on Podbean, Spotify, and uh, iTunes. So go follow us over there. Uh, leave a five-star review and rating if you guys have been enjoying the show. Um, I think that's been it. I have been Josh. I have been Dave. And we got two words for you. Doinks out. Doinks out.